0: You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from News Talk ZB. And the Warriors have fallen short in their comeback attempt against the Broncos, going down 26 22 in Napier last night. Pates,
1: Reynolds, in comes Sailor with the kick. A lovely little kick to create the try. Johnson for North Blake. Blake. Could be an overlap there. Pompey, yes! That's Montoya! Beautiful play from Pompey to set that up. 26 to 22, full time here.
0: At McLean Park, the Broncos get the win. Yeah, they do. Down 26-10 with six minutes to play. Uh, The Warriors dotted down twice in rapid fashion to create a thrilling finish. Winger Marcelo Montoya looked to have scored a late try to at least tie up the contest, but an Adam Pompey penalty for interfering with an opposing Broncos player negated that try. The voice you heard on the Sky Sport call was that of Glenn Lama, who joins us now. How are you, Glenn? Great call last night, mate. Thank you, Piney. How you doing? Really good, thanks. How disappointed, though, will the Warriors be they couldn't beat uh, an undermanned Broncos side last night?
1: Yeah, look, it's uh, an opportunity let by, really. Uh, that was a game they probably needed to get the two points, given how tight the competition is shaping up to be this year. And points differential is going to be critical. So if you lose games, which happened last night, so they dropped a little bit there. So really important they get these the two points at the moment to keep not only themselves are making the hunt of a top eight spot, but potentially getting even higher than that, uh, Piney. So with the, the Broncos team missing five players due to state of origin, there was a real opportunity there. But look, the Broncos are actually a pretty decent outfit. I've watched them a few times now through the season. I thought of full strength. They look absolutely fantastic. And they're definitely a premiership contender this year. So there are some good players um, sitting underneath, even though they've not had a lot of regular first-grade appearance. Those guys that came in last night all played very well. They were all really solid. And um, the the Broncos look in excellent shape at the moment. But having said all that, those five-talented players are not experienced. Uh, They don't have the the cut-and-thrust experience of playing regular first-grade this year. So the Warriors would have expected, I think, a better performance than what they did produced last night, although, you know, they got over the line several times in the first half, Piney, and, uh, you know, there was one bad miss by Watani Zalesniak where he dived to catch that ball. you recall that in the first half where that should have been a try, but the others were good, you know, try-saving tackles by the Broncos. So on 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 a different day, you know, there might have been two or three tries to the Warriors in the first half, and we're having a completely different conversation today.
0: Indeed, we are, and and also we might be as well if they, you know, if, if things have gone a bit differently at the end. We want to talk about the 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 try correctly ruled out right at the end in a moment? But do the Warriors take some heart at least, Glenn, from their comeback? What were they, twenty six ten down? You know, will they take at least some heart from that? Yeah, look, I think
1: that was a, it's, it's, that's been kind of in the season, hasn't it? They've always played to the 80th minute in every game that they've played. And we haven't seen what we saw maybe last year or the year before where they waved the white flag a little bit in some games. We've not seen that. And that's admirable. But, you know, in the cold, hard light of day, you know, should they have been, you you know, the coaches will be sitting in the box. Should we have been 26 to 10 down? No. You know, and um, and that's what they've got to get better at. They've got to make sure that they can continue to be switched on right the way through the game. I mean, they made a fair play to the Broncos, mate. They, they, you know, the Warriors made two mistakes, bad mistakes in the first half, and the Broncos scored two tries from that, and that really was a big difference. That you know, you could argue that was the difference in the game. That drop ball where Montoya couldn't pick up, where Mariner ran for a hundred meters to score the try, and that drop ball off the kickoff from Tom Elliott. Which you know the Broncos turned into another six points. So you know those the Warriors make those you know don't make those two errors right there. Again, we're we're having a different conversation today. Look, that was a really frustrating game. I think on so many levels last night. Not only those the Pompey error at the end of the game, which cost them a chance of winning, the pitch invaders. Oh, I, I just walked out a bit, gr- a bit grumpy to be fair. <laughs> I'm
0: glad- I'm <laughs> oh, right. I hope you slept okay, Glenn. I'm glad we got the chance Up to, to vent gear, a little bit.
1: <laughs> but I needed a, I needed a couple of beers made before I uh, hit the sack. Yeah,
0: nothing wrong with a couple of settlers. We we always enjoy those. Just on Jordan Ricky's try, the second one you mentioned there, just before halftime. Did you oh, think that final pass it to him was on that try? That was, that was a forward pass, wasn't it?
1: How the hell they miss that, I don't know. I mean, it's just bizarre. And then the bunker has to confirm the try, even though they know it's a forward pass, but they can't rule on the forward pass in the bunker. Uh, but that was just an open and shut case, wasn't it? I just couldn't believe the referee and the touch he missed that. They must have both been freakishly obscured by other players because it was quite a short little pass, wasn't it? And there were two or three Warriors players also very close to uh, Walters when he, when he gave the ball. So maybe none of them, and you can't see through bodies, can you? So that's really the only explanation that I think can be offered in that one. But mate that was a big uh, big six points for the Broncos just before half time for sure
0: mm. how influential was Adam Reynolds for the Broncos? Yeah, Gee, he was just that. in everything wouldn 't he
1: wouldn't he yeah look Hasn't? he is um you know that as I said, the Broncos I think are going to be premiership contenders this season they 've got a, a beautifully balanced team they 've got. A lot of guys in there that are 23, 24 years of age, just coming into their prime. Most of them have got 50 to 60 NRL games under their belts now, so they know how to they know how to play the game. And then you get guys like Kurt Capewell and Adam Reynolds that just glue that team together. And uh, you know Reynolds is in, in the twilight of his career. He's 32. He must be having a hell of a lot of fun there playing with those amazing athletes. We had Funworth and Staggs last night in the centres. Both were brilliant for the Broncos. Yeah, I look at those two guys and I think, wow, I wish uh, you know the Warriors had some real penetration in the centres like those guys can have. And um, he, he, and Reynolds, when he knows he's got players like that outside him and when all those forwards come back from origin like Carrigan and Payne Haas and Flegler, he knows he's got real powerhouses up front. He must be thinking this is just fantastic and Uh, I'm going to have a good season. And he played brilliantly last night, didn't he? I mean, that pass he threw for the try uh, in the second half was an absolute gem. His kicking game was spot on. He didn't miss any of his kicks. Well, he missed one, didn't he? But, you know, he, um, you know, a fantastic performance and really is, I think, going to be a, a key player for them for the rest of the season, no doubt about it.
0: So for the Warriors then, Glenn, four losses now in five. They're still eighth, but they could drop out of the eight if Manly beat the Knights later on tonight. Uh, the Warriors mm-hmm. play two of the teams immediately above them on the ladder. The Dolphins at home next weekend and then the Raiders away. Shapes is a pretty important kind of two-game stretch, this, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, look, and if you look at the wins they've had this season, they're all against teams below them on the table except for the Sharks. So it's, you know, and the losses, they can't seem to beat teams that are above them. You know, the Roosters, when they beat the Roosters, when they beat the Warriors twice this season, they're above the Warriors as well. So there is an issue there, isn't there, with uh, with the Warriors? Are they able to really hang in there with the top teams? And what we've seen so far suggests that probably just a click or two below, you know, the top four, top five, six teams in the competition, even though they're still in with a chance of being in there. So look, uh, yes, these two games, absolutely critical, particularly the next one against the Dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins, who look to be in a similar kind of ability Um, as the Warriors. They played the Dolphins in the very last game of the season, too. So those two games really shape as must-win games. And then Canberra is their next game. That's going to be tough because Canberra, after a a shaky start to the season, are playing really well at the moment. And that was a good win for them last night against the Rabbitohs. They scored a late try to, to seal victory there. So that's not going to be easy. But if the Warriors can somehow fashion two wins here and then go into that Second buy, you know, on eighteen to twenty points, then that will set them up. But if they're still sixteen by then, Piney, it's yeah, it's going to be it's going to be not impossible to make the top eight because their draw is pretty solid for the rest of the year. It's not overly uh, onerous in playing in terms of playing top teams. They'll they'll be in the mix. I think you know, and the way their points differential is shaped at the moment, I think at the end of the season, if they can sneak into the top eight, it's going to be around that seventh, eighth, eighth position that will be a, a good return from them given where they've been the last two years.
0: Indeed. And just before you go, you mentioned it before and I don't want to give it too much uh, oxygen but, and, and the sky cameras don't, uh, but the pitch invaders, how many were there?
1: Oh, I lost count, to be fair. Um, there was... Uh, uh, look, I, I've got... Uh, can I, I, I don't want to criticise the security company at McLean Park, but I think they really need to take a long, a long, hard look at themselves. They didn't handle that situation at all well last night, the security company. There weren't either enough security guards around the ground or they weren't properly trained because there were big issues there and, um, and they really need to take a good hard look at themselves and hopefully they review themselves because that stuff needs to stop. It was just frustrating for everyone. And, um, you know, and the fact that there was a second wave of them, you know, five or six minutes out from the end of the game when by then the Warriors were coming back into it, just stopped the momentum, stopped the enjoyment for all the spectators. So, uh yeah, uh, issues there, mate, to be solved if uh, a game comes down to Napier again. And and this is not the first time this has actually happened outside of Auckland for the Warriors. The Wellington um, Stadium had a big big problems in the round one clash with the Bulldogs at the start of the season, or the Knights, wasn't it? Yeah, the Knights. So, you know, uh, yeah, I think these security companies who are running these grounds, mate, or looking after these grounds, need to step up their act.
0: <laughs> Gee, I love chatting with you, Glenn. Thanks for taking the time, mate. We'll catch up soon. on, mate. Yes, Glenn Lama, Sky Sport commentator, uh, can turn his hand to anything, uh, particularly rugby league, and uh, terrific NRL commentator for Warriors home game. For more from weekend sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.